Welcome to Digital Aspirations in Education from Aspire Technology Partners, a podcast series on education where we discuss technology insights that drive today's K-12 and higher ed transformation. This podcast is sponsored by Cisco. Aspire Technology Partners is a leading systems integrator and Cisco Gold Certified Partner. Please welcome your host, Jared Heiner, Director of Education, Innovation, and Sales at Aspire. Hi, everyone, and welcome back to the Aspirations in Education podcast brought to you by Cisco. This is Jared Heiner bringing you part two of this two-part series on cybersecurity and education. With me are my guests, Dave Versaki and Don Harple from the Northeast Regional Information Center. If you missed part one, you can head over to aspiretransforms.com under the Resources tab, select Digital Aspirations Podcasts. Now, let's pick up where we left off. Thank you. The analytics are really important because when you look at somebody as large as as the as the capital region BOCES and you know and the regional information center's footprint currently, as you mentioned earlier, we we look at seven BOCES regions in you know northeast New York State here. Um, you know, it's not looking at one district, but it's about collecting, collecting and looking and analyzing what's going on across our broader network, right? Which is which, you know, you see a couple of anomalies, one here, a couple here, and now you can start to piece together some bad behavior, right? Um, and, and along with one of you even mentioned the relationships we have with the law different law enforcement agencies that are also doing some of the work, right? And not just response, not just reactive stuff. There's, there's, some, uh, there's some watching of, of bad actors and, and those other partnerships are huge especially when we have the data here. Um, and then, of course, listen, you know, on your worst day, you know, even with the protections you take, a bad day can happen. And so when you have those logs, you can then, you know, use them forensically um, and make them available to investigators and things of that nature, which, you know, that's the unfortunate day that will occur somewhere for somebody. And um, it's the reactive aspect of it that is important there as well. It's the proactive part. There's another dynamic that we're combating as well, in, in that districts are unique. Each one has their own principles and how they want to operate, even though they might be using similar technologies and, and similar tools and, and whatnot, because remember, their charge is instruction. And, you know, you have this situation that occurs, well, it's a public entity and it's publicly funded, right? The the taxpayers pay for the school district and it's a local fund, right? Mm -hmm. So so then per district, you might have an, even a different stance on how their local posture is. So I'll give you a, for instance, some of them want to offer internet access to the public because they have wireless and it's just sitting there. Well, when you're not thinking about it in this fashion, that's actually a threat vector because now you're introducing unknown, uncontrolled devices into your network. Well, the first question we're going to ask is, did you think about that? And did you think about what it takes to make sure that you're protecting your network against those uncontrolled, unmanaged devices that you've just allowed to come through? And, you know, all too often, unfortunately, the answer has been, well, no, we didn't, but now we are. Thank you. And then just remember, I think the, you know, from our seat, the, when we say that local network, it's an extent, 80% of the districts are on our network. 
And so, you know, um, that also some of the things that we do at a central uh, at a central point helps in um, watching and limiting some of the exposures, right? When those things, when those types of devices do come on, but but they do introduce um, um, well, plain and simple, another egress point or ingress point for for threats. And so, I mean, what's fascinating is that we've started this conversation. The two of you have so much to contribute. And it it just, it leads me again back to that idea, Dave, that you said schools have a charge and that charge is ultimately to educate. Uh, And so it really is, I think, imperative to say, who can I, I don't want to say hitch a wagon to, but but partner with to be able to answer some of these questions, whether it's technology-based, analytics-based, or or human behavior best practice-based. But I also know that uh, you know inside of schools, and, and I've been on 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 almost every side of this, uh, as you guys know. It's there's almost like this uh, uh, p- pick a political side or pick a football team. Uh, you you get involved with a particular technology, and there's just this idea that well, that's I don't want to move away from that. So. If, I, if I'm interested as an IT director, my, my initial thought is going to be, oh, gosh, they're going to gut me, right? I'm going to have to go all this, go here, go there, change all this stuff. Is that the reality? I mean, is it? do I have to change much or is this something where you guys can come in and say, hey, here, here's some offerings uh, and, and you know, here, here's our, our suggestions? What does that look like? Well, I, I think what you're getting at is, 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 is standards, Jared. Um, and, and, you know, you know, the, the regional information center in, in this particular case um, has tried to select best of breed solutions, right? And, and, you know, with that comes the business side of working with some of those uh, providers or those companies, right, to, to, to figure out what's the best uh, business case for us to present to our districts. So, yeah, in some ways you are limited a little bit uh, in choice uh, in, in certain areas, right? Um, you know, Quite frankly, at the kind of local network level, you know, we have some standards that we support, but we actually don't care. You know, it's the it's the tools that are doing the protective layers that we do care about, right? What's what's your firewall type? There's a couple so we can support them, so we know how to ingest those into our data collection. There's currently, you know, one DNS layer product and one endpoint protection layer that we're 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 promoting today. You know, uh, could tomorrow introduce a second one? Maybe. But as soon as you get away from those standards, now you water down the business part of the world, right? Because anybody on the private side knows that volume is how discounts get created and repeatable, repeatable processes. So, so to some degree, yeah, Jared, it's, uh, you know, and, and when we work with districts that are in, let's say, um, a, a, a more comprehensive managed service as opposed to, you know, districts that are kind of, um, you know, they, they pick and choose, right, a la carte what might fit their need. You know, we're setting standards within those managed services districts. So we're going to take a chunk, a subset of our overall environment because we can set standards. And as you mentioned earlier or Don mentioned, you know, in New York State, every school district is its own locally run policy driven entity. Um, there is no county based school system. There is no state. Um, there, you know, we have state education, but they're not setting standards for the state. Right. In, in that regard. So. You know, it is left to us uh, at our regional level um, and then to continue to just educate people on why these things were selected. 
Um, you know, it's not cloak and dagger. There's no, you know, uh, slush fund in the Caymans where there's money going to. John, you didn't open that account, did you? Well, I didn't get anything. Okay, yeah. So, so, and it's not, that's not, you know, a little tongue in cheek there, but our, our goal is not, you know, our goal as a regional entity isn't to make money. Our goal is to provide services to help you do the business of running schools, as we said earlier. And organization is a way to make uh, cost-effective, repeatable uh, sports. Well, let's let's be clear about this, though. We've done a lot of research. Correct. We have spent a lot of time looking at what is out there and what's available. Mm-hmm. We've gone to different sets of experts, non-competing type of experts who say, here's our opinion of what the landscape is and, and what you need to think about. And, you know, um, basically they all say the same thing when it comes to how you're going to do it. So to get specifically to the, you know, can you do your own thing to a degree that it doesn't impact our ability to provide an effective, efficient service to you? Yes. But when it comes to the platform and the tool set that we're doing right now, every MSSP that you go to, and we're not specifically an MSSP, we are a cooperative education service provider, but we're trying to, in some ways, morph into this bit of a managed security provider. And so everyone you talk to says, you have to pick a set of tools because you have to be good at that set of tools. And you have to basically, in in essence, double down on what that tool set means to you. And then now, now, Add to that the, I need somebody else to help us because we're not a 24 by 7 shop. So we'll never have a, you know, full sock. We're going to always be sock light. That's how I like to refer to it because we go with the schools. We have a school day, right? So our hours for, for being present are going to be then. Well, well, what are you doing the rest of the time? Because the bad actors don't stop. Well, you have to have somebody else who can cover the clock for you, right? So, and this is where that becomes a very important part of this conversation because the tool set has to line up with your partner. Right. So in our case, right, we have a partner who, who can embrace the tools that we have, which is a great thing. And so does that change tomorrow? I don't know, maybe, but in reality, hopefully it just gets better and more efficient and more effective. You know, it, it's interesting because when I was asking the, the question and, and I, the response is, it, it speaks volumes again to the work that you folks have done. My, my question was more coming from the m and director. And let's say I made an investment and Dave, to your point, let's say I'm within, you know, the, the standards based technology sets that are out there. It sounds like there's really no change, right? I'm not going to be forced to have to go back and say, this all needs to go away. As long as it's standards based, you guys don't care. Uh, again, Don, to the point that you made that's excellent, we just have to be able to provide that service. Um, and so it sounds like you've done a lot of the work as your own entity to ensure that you're providing the best possible service. But I, as an IT director who just went through a capital project last year and bought any of the top shelf things that might be out there, I'm most likely going to be okay. You're going to come in and say, yeah, no, no, this is a relatively easy lift. Yeah, I mean, to a degree, Jared, you know, and, and some of it, um, as you mentioned, you know, like, a, um, you know, I buy infrastructure A, infrastructure B, largely irrelevant. 
Um, you know, you buy, well, you know, sometimes you find out you bought um, endpoint protection products, uh, you know, B instead of the one A that we have. Well, well, you know, that's the hard part, right? Because we have to make sure that product B, which we're not at yet, um, can be ingested in the, in a, in a sustainable manner. And then, you know, a lot of those event driven uh, products will do similar things, but it's, it's about us being knowledgeable enough, um, to be able to help. And so we, we can't get too watered down with the product sets that we are going to, I'll, I'll use this word again, standardize on. And, um, so, you know, so there's a discussion to be had, Jared, I think. But, but really what it sounds like again, is that it, it's the conversation really should never be about product when we're talking about the outcome that, you know, we're hoping to get, that's something where it sounds like you've done that work. I don't have to worry about that. I need to be focusing on instruction. And, you know, it's interesting. We've, the three of us have known each other now for, for a very long time. And uh, I, we all know when I stepped into an IT director role, uh, I didn't know anything about IT. And, uh, you know, even to this day, I now work in IT, but yet I'm sitting here listening. Obviously, the amount of research and work that you folks have been doing is is unparalleled uh, in this industry. So I think the greater purpose here is to say, oh, gosh, I'm, I'm a school leader. I'm not sure what to do. I think I know what to do. But what does that outreach look like? If I pick up the phone and say, hey, Don, hey, Dave, help me out. What, what does that look like? How do we walk through this? How do we get started? Well, I mean, I, I think, you know, the way I, I typically have started our recent conversations is kind of the way we open the conversation. Here's the typical ways compromises have been had, at least what we've seen in the pattern. And, you know, here are some of the things we're going to look at. Um, you know, what are you doing? You know, what do you, you know, what's your, uh, you know, what's your urgency? It starts with education. It's not to scare, scare somebody straight, you know, but it's, it's, it's informed, right? Be informed about the risks that you have. And then we can talk about the supports that are in place, you know, whether we think, um, whether you think you're mature and maybe that maybe the conversation goes into, well, let's, let's have an assessment done um, so that you can be uh, checked, right? Uh, maybe it is, hey, you don't have A, B or C in place. Well, let's start with A and B now um, and get you to that point. So, you know, it, it depends on, I think, the maturity level of the organization, Jared, Um you know, and the understanding uh, at the leadership level that exists or doesn't exist. And, and that will drive um, where the conversation goes. So it's always the first conversation that is the important one. Um, and we don't, you know, the, the thing, the best part about the position we're in is we don't have to lead with, um, you know, a, a monetary goal we're trying to hit. You know, we're here to try to educate so that you make the right decision for your organization. Um, and, and then we see where we fit. Well, I like to say it kind of like what Dave said, but maybe a little bit different framing. And, and it's more like this. If somebody calls and says, hey, how can you help? What do you need help with? We don't, we're not, we're not a sales agency. We're, we're here to help you. So tell me where you need help. And, and then, right, so it's more about that bite-sized chunks of, of what makes sense this is about, you know, let's get your head around what are your, like what Dave said, the risks. Tell me, tell me what your, what keeps you up at night? 
right? That's a, that's a great conversation piece. What keeps you up at night? What's, what are you, what are you concerned about? Right. And then you have a conversation and you talk about some of the threats and the risks that are out there. And then you ask that question again and you say, well, what keeps you up at night now? And it's interesting because as you open their eyes to truly what is out there and, and the number of bad actors who are really intent on taking what they have because it's money. It's I I think, you know, Jared, part of that education, and it depends on the makeup of the district too, and and what they have for their own supports, you know, it's make sure you're talking to your, your own internal people about, do we know everything that we're supposed to have? Do we have an inventory? Do we, do we know what applicate, do we know where our data is going? Those are fundamental questions that, you know, forget tools and forget forget services. Those are things that the leadership needs to be aware of. And I think, you know, what we're finding is we're getting put in front of leadership three different ways typically. One is, you know, we, there's a message we're trying to get out and, and you know, there's a, you know, a, the various ways that this organization is um, um, sharing information right through our leadership meetings, through some of our uh, downstream services that are at the program level, we're sharing information. Um, two is we're responding to something, an event that happens and, you know, we're having kind of the after the fact conversation. Um, and, you know, and those happen at different scales, by the way, you know, it's not that it has to be a full blown ransomware attack, but we're having it because there's an event that happened, um, and people want to know more. And then I think, you know, um, on the third side is the, uh, the, the conversations happen because, um, as I mentioned, the parallel to the financial, uh, world is the risk assessment area, which is a, an emerging service that we have as set of services we have as well. And those really bring up the business conversations. That's really where those get drawn out. And so, you know, any one of those avenues, Jared, I would just say to people who are listening, and, and I don't care whether it's within our footprint, outside the footprint, pick up the phone, email, give us a call, just let's have a conversation. And, and um, from there, you know, uh, plans can be made or, or directions can be had. Um, you know, really that's the, it's, it's a non, uh, it's a threatening conversation. And, you know, the hardest part will be when you're sitting next to your internal people and, you know, and again, what was their focus? Education. They may not be aware of some of these things and it's, it's not their fault. It's, it's time. It's, it's limited resources. You know, let's have a conversation. You know, what, one of the things that has really stuck out, struck, struck me and stuck out to me while we've had this conversation again, and that I've already said it, is just really how thorough uh, the two of you have been. And uh, again, I, I, we look at education and there's so many things. You know, we just got through a pandemic, as you guys probably know better than anyone else, changed everything. Uh, and yet here we are uh, just just diving into, which is only scratching the surface in reality, uh, cybersecurity and, and all the different pieces that go along with it. And I'm just amazed at, at, at the resource uh, you provide and, and your knowledge depth. And so uh, I guess I'm hearing you when you say just reach out. And so I think that's ultimately the message is that there's a tremendous resource uh, inside the Cap Region BOCES, inside the NERIC, which is the program and the, and the, the, the knowledge 
that you guys have. Uh, and so I think on that note, of all the conversations, I've done a number of these podcasts now, I think this is the most important one in the sense that it is the most pressing uh, and really there's a lot at stake. And so I appreciate both of you guys coming on here, giving up some of your morning. Uh, I'm sure that you each have piles of emails now, but uh, I think the message has been made. And, and guys, thank you for doing the work that you do uh, because it does mean so much to so many of those school districts out there. And for those that are out there that are interested uh, I, I think the point is just reach out and uh, you know start the conversation. So, gentlemen, hey Jared, if I yeah, could, if Jared, if I could have one just closing comment, you know, I, and I, we, Don and I really appreciate the um, you know acknowledgement, and Bosey's does as well that you know um, you're, you're seeing the, the 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 level of expertise. But I also I think it'd be irresponsible for us to think that we're the only ones thinking about things like this. I think you know. Um, there are statewide groups of people that are uh, getting together, talking about these things. You know, each region may approach them differently. Uh, and, you know, maybe there are different maturity levels in their conversations. But, I, I, you know, while this was uh, focused on us, I think it's really important to acknowledge that um, other sister agencies like ours or other local BOCES or even school districts might be uh, more mature uh, than others. So I, I think let's just make sure that we take a second to acknowledge um, all of those that are taking those steps. And it's a journey. It's not a destination. This is going to be uh, something that we're going to have to mature with and, and adapt with over time. Yeah. And, and I think to that point, uh, no matter where you are, what school you are, is to start the conversation. Right. And to your point, uh, there are uh, what is it, 11 regional information centers? 12, uh, you know, and, and just start the conversation and, and know that there are tremendous amounts of resources out there. Uh, it, but again, it, it's, I think that uh, the work that, that uh, you guys were chartered to do across the board, all the RICs and BOCES, um, you know, so vital. And, and again, thank you uh, for coming on here and, and sharing a little bit about that. And uh, again, I appreciate you guys coming on. Uh, thank you for giving up your morning. And in closing, I'd just like to say for everyone who's listening, I appreciate you joining another uh lively episode of Aspirations in Education, sponsored by Cisco, uh, and obviously brought to you by the folks at Aspire. Thank you to the Cap Region BOCES and NERIC team for joining on uh, and sharing your information. Dave and Don, thank you so much, guys. Digital Aspirations in Education is brought to you by Aspire Technology Partners, a premier technology solutions and services provider designing, implementing, delivering, and managing digital infrastructure and IoT solutions to enable transformational educational outcomes, creating more agile and efficient IT environments that deliver differentiated customer experiences for your organization. To learn more about Aspire Technology Partners, visit AspireTransforms.com or email us at podcast at AspireTransforms.com.